There you go. There you go, sir. How you doing today? I'm good, dog. It's giving me a little trouble, but here I am. <laughs> see, see, don't feel bad because everybody have their issues when they come in. It's always the case, man. So, like she's, so, so how was your weekend? Because this is a Monday that we're recording this. Uh, my weekend was cool. My birthday was Friday. So, oh, happy, uh, lady, happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. It was cool. It was cool. Real chill. I spent it with my family and stuff like that. And um, we, um, you know, birthday dinners for a couple of days. Went out to, um, went to go. They had that um, WWE SmackDown in Cleveland. I went to that. that was real oh, fun. I hate you. What? I'm What's a fan. I mean, dude, I'm a diehard wrestling fan, though. I watch it all, so. Yeah, man, perfect timing too, because you know they they just got back, so fans can go to shows. Yeah, yeah. Cause I heard it, I heard it for be coming to Charlotte. I'm not gonna be able to make it to you know Charlotte. That ain't gonna happen. So, do you watch wrestling, or, or do you follow it? Um, here and there. I mean, I don't feel like the product is that great these days, but here, oh, here no. and there, I'll check in some stuff, especially when some of like my favorites and stuff is on. Mm-hmm. Like, like what, what what promotions you look at? Like when you do check in. Uh. Well, of course, WWE. Um, That's always NXT. Good. Yeah, NXT, which is practically the same thing. AEW mm-hmm. is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. I don't really like here and there. I'll check out like the bigger um, New Japan shows, but I don't watch it like yeah. consistently enough. Oh no, I I'm, I'm on the other spectrum. I'm a diehard. It's like I watch. I make it a point to watch it all as much as I can. I feel you, dog. You know what I'm saying? But no, but but no, you ain't lying. The product. Compared to what we came from, no. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a little too kitty, little too kitty. I just like with the Alexa Bliss, it just at first it had potential, then it just. Mm. I I, I was a little wary at first when they when the fans came back. I was like, how are they gonna Mm -hmm. react to this uh, Bliss stuff? That that whole witchcraft shit, because you know they can't really do too much of that. You know, shit that they did live. with that wasn't yeah. there with the cinematic stuff. You know, they, they live now. There was there yeah. was a little like eh, I don't know because I watched yeah. that um the the recent pay per view and they was like they like Alexa Bliss. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But when she was doing like witchcraft and shit, they was like ah stop that uh, shit. Grab the briefcase. Yeah, and stop that shit. <laughs> see, 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 see. They had kept her to where me. I felt she they should have kept her and. and Gray together and mm-hmm. have her be like kind of the mouthpiece for the fiend, even though he might talk, you know what I'm saying? Because I thought that what they were heading with that. And yeah, they just me too. they kicked Bray to the fucking side of this bitch. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. I don't know if he got like some personal issues going on the way he gone, but I ain't seen I, him I since. Know. No, I'm gonna tell you what's crazy. To show you how much I watch wrestling, I remember mm-hmm. watching his granddaddy. That how that how long I've been watching wrestling. Oh damn. Um Black Jack um, Muller. Black Jack, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know his dad was IRS. Yes. Uncle hey, no, I will tell you what's funny. People don't remember that Barry had a brother, but he won't shit. Kendall Wendell. <laughs> he was garbage. He was garbage. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Yeah, he's completely hey. forgettable. Oh yeah. But look, let me do my part ticket so we get to this interview. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
All right. Yeah. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app onto your phone or go to anchor.fm, get yourself a profile. You can monetize and make money straight today. You can get your stuff distributed and you ain't got to pay $1 to do this. This is free. So go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app. I'm your host, Kevin Arbor Southern Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to hear my music, watch my porn, and stream it, as well as follow me on social media. So go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to find every place I met in one spot. We are sponsored by the Facebook and the Ellis community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go to the day, get yourself a profile, mingle with kink-minded people like yourself, and even find events that you might could attend. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, get some shopping done because you can buy health, beauty, fashion, books, different type products from over 500 black retails and if you sell products yourself you can get a profile and start making money today right now as we speak at shopgwdistrict.com buy black support black businesses build the black economy so we create generational wealth now i'm about to be quiet and let this man and my guest introduce himself oh man uh this is finney of um, Booby University, you might know me as either. You might know me as Finny, the oil boy, or just straight up Booby yeah. Booby University. Um, checking in, what's up? Yeah, I was trying to figure out what the was making the covers, and I was oh, like, <laughs> "Yeah, so you, I figured, you nailed it." Yeah, yeah. So I would like you using Finny a lot and everything, and you run Booby University. True. True. And I have to say this for a man that been in the business, bruh, you 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 have really made a mark with that booby university. <laughs> <laughs> Most Thanks. definitely. So, okay, before I even go into how you got the business, what made you go the way of big tits? Because I know that's the strength of your site. Ah, oh, man, I just always have liked big tits, brother. That's, I mean, that's mm -hmm. just, that was natural for me. The first mm -hmm. thing I've ever, when I, when I was like, you know, when people was like worried about their first kiss and stuff like that, I'm staring at her chest. Dick, I'm like, yeah. oh shit, that's I'm like you want to kiss me? I want to touch your titties. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what? Like that's 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 me. Like you know, I've always mm -hmm. been into like bustier women. That's that's all I've ever really like taken a liking yeah. to growing up. Yeah, because even with me, like. That's probably why I love BBWs for for the most mm -hmm. part because they have big titties. I, I can't I can't do nothing with an A cup. I, I need something that I can grow and hold, squeeze. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know that's why I, that's why I be telling people I was like, yo, I definitely love BBWs. BBWs be having like amazing boobs. And don't get me wrong, I've shot with BBWs who like really didn't have big boobs or like that. I like uh -huh. BBWs. But yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I really ever dated a woman who didn't have like above big like titty. a double D or something like that. Yeah, like big yeah. It's it's just not as fun. I'm sorry, it's just not people. I'm sorry. And we 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 love you, small titty women, but it's it's just not. It's, it's no. I want to get buried in your chest. 
I want to end, end me. You can end me with those. <laughs> he ain't lying. So mm-hmm. let's go back to the beginning. What got you in the business? Oh, man. So um, I don't even remember what motivated this. I just knew. I used to make like um, the YouTube type um, comedy skits and stuff like that. I've always been mm-hmm. into like videography and acting and all mm-hmm. that stuff and directing. But I knew mm-hmm. hella models just off of the strength of um, people that I met on social media who liked my videos, people around and stuff like that. So I randomly came up with Booby University um, mm-hmm. talking to one of my good friends. Um, her name is um, Only One Rhonda. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You hip? Yeah, I heard her. Yeah. Heard yeah, her. yeah. Cool people. One of my good friends for like a solid decade now. Um, and we yeah. was talking and I started that. And I was just doing like shout outs, like, you know, cool, casual stuff for fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just getting a lot of traction, more mm-hmm. traction than I ever experienced before. So I, I turned it into like a brand. I was like, okay, do Snapchat shows with like models and stuff like that. And that went well, but Snapchat is mad unstable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can lose your account like that. Yeah, um, real quick. So I started when I moved to LA, I just started doing um, videography. Um, sometimes for adult stuff, other times for, you know, YouTube type stuff, but I moved out there pretty much just to, you know, better myself, try out something different and see what happens, sink or swim. And after trial and error and all that stuff, I'm like, all right, I really want to go in on this booby university thing. So I just started like filming for models and doing like content trades and stuff like that. And, um, eventually i got a little bit more comfortable doing like on camera stuff mm-hmm. so from the, from then on it just elevated you know content oh, oh, becoming oh, a lot oh, more. Hold, on, hold on so how do you go from being behind the camera to in front of the camera let's talk about I that mean, a model just be like can i use your dick because i'm like all right <laughs> Hold on, hold on you just ain't gonna, <laughs> no no you gotta explain that bro you got to break that down to the people Explain to you what happened. What what caused you? Because I have my story of how I got in. You feel me? It sounds similar to mine. So how yeah. how did it ended up? You went behind the camera, and this girl said, "Yo, I need you to fuck me on camera. Let's do this." What happened? Okay, so I was in a relationship for like a good portion of um, the beginning of this. So I didn't really ever do like on camera stuff. Um, so. Once that relationship ended, I was still doing like behind the scenes solo type stuff. And then um, I did a shoot with a model in San Francisco, and um, we was supposed I was supposed to like massage her body and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, cool, getting comfortable doing on camera stuff. But I didn't really show my face back then. So mm-hmm. after that, mid massage, I turn over and she's just kind of like, I want you to fuck me. And I'm like, hard as fuck. So I'm just I'm like, ah, damn. <laughs> I can't turn her down. We're going to do this. I don't know how to shoot it yeah. without my face, but fuck it. So I shot it, and we fucked, and it was bomb. And I, when I edited my own content, too. So when I watched it back, and I was like, I ain't about to cut my face out of this. Fuck it. I ain't about to do it. I'm, I'm sticking with this. Mm-hmm. So after yeah, that, because... like, shots, any shoot I was doing after that, I was still doing solo stuff here and there. I was weeding my way up to doing more boy-girl, but... I started doing more boy girl stuff and showing my face, and I got I was like I love this. Yeah, because even with me, it was like at first I thought I did terrible. Like I literally thought I did terrible, dog. Until I went back and looked at it and said, "Well, damn, I actually 
actually pretty good at this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You go back and look and be like, yeah, I actually not bad guy. They got kind of, you know, I could do a little bit better, but shit, for first time though, got that I look like I, I know what I'm doing. You know, right. so with you easing yourself into it, how is do you think that helped you to be more comfortable in front of the camera versus you just got thrown into the fire? Yeah. I mean, especially doing my own thing, um, mm-hmm. setting up my own shoots and stuff like that. I was in full control of that stuff. I was like, okay, if I didn't feel comfortable doing boy girl stuff, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't set mm-hmm. up stuff like that. I, I, I did. I got thrown in in that regard with her wanting to fuck, but I still mm-hmm. kind of eased my way into it with the shoots after that. I was mm-hmm. in it, but I was doing more softcore stuff like titty sucking, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. playing in the pussy, um, kissing, you know. Um, it wasn't too much of any for the few shoes after few shoots after that. I didn't fuck anyone. I think the next time I fucked on camera after that was like two months later. I went to um, I, I went to New York and I shot with these two models and we were gonna do this threesome concept, and mm-hmm. that was just a fuck fest. That whole thing was just a complete fuck fest. <laughs> I think after that is when I was just kind of like, oh, I can do this. I fucked mm-hmm. both of them all day, so I I could do this. Yeah, so because it's like to men when we give a good scene, it's just like we won the championship out of this bitch. Yes, it, it's like you know you feel good. You might not show it to do it. You might go in the bathroom, but like, God damn, I tore that pussy up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man out of this bitch. It's, can we shoot another? One? I'm ready for another one right now. I'm clean Let's go. up. No, you know, what I'm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most definitely. So, when you like, because I always have dudes that come to me, and I'm pretty sure you get the same thing. Guys mm-hmm. ask how we get the business, this, this, all these damn questions. So, with this being said, when it comes to when you approach a model to work for your company, what's the steps that you take, the things that you do to ensure to show your professionalism and how serious you are in the business? Okay, so I have shot so much content that I have a phenomenal resume. So I Mm -hmm. always include that to where it's like Mm -hmm. you can either I can send you a link to my mini vids so you can see the over hundreds of videos I have on there. I can send Mm -hmm. you a free trial to my OnlyFans. You can hit the media section Mm -hmm. on my Twitter page if you want to. It's Mm -hmm. tons of content. I've worked with models that, you know, are well established. And um, I just typically... The approach I take, I'll, um, you know, I introduce myself as Finney. I introduce Booby University, working with busty models, but not limited to busty models, women's of all shapes and sizes. Um, mm-hmm. I let them know everything that I do. I direct, I act, I produce, I'm the male talent, I edit the videos, my turnover mm-hmm. rates of editing is phenomenal. Like, it's, it's just, it's a lot of stuff, and I just throw it in there, and then I just let them know, like, hey, I'm open to collabing with you and um mm-hmm. if you're available tested of course um mm-hmm. i also travel so i can either fly <clears throat> to me or you know fly to you so mm-hmm. you know what's up and you either get a yes or you get a no now now the thing is and i'm going to say this because i have never even said this on any of the episodes with any of the guys mm-hmm. how do a guy balance the flirt thirstiness because you have some niggas that be thirsty getting to them dms mm-hmm. with professionalism you get where i'm coming from because the reason why i say that is because a guy can actually mean well but can come off 
like he's just too desperate or too thirsty. You get what I'm right. coming? So yeah. I'm, I'm just giving different spectrum ends of the spectrum when it comes to stuff like that. Go ahead. God damn, that's a good question. Um, so <laughs> for me, so for me personally, first and foremost, if I have any type of intimidation that's going to make me feel like I'm coming out thirsty, I ain't even approaching you until I'm mentally prepared to approach you. Because I, I don't want to put myself in that position. Um, second of all, um, when it comes to professionalism versus flirting, I'm professional off the rip. There is no flirting, none of that stuff. The only time where flirting kicks in is if she flirt with me or gives some kind of vibe that, you know, some mm. kind of flirty type vibe. And even then I might not reciprocate. It just it just kind of feels yeah. how natural how natural it feels, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like cuz a lot of people, you know, are flirty off the rip and mm. you know, it's it'll make your reputation a little questionable. Where it's like, oh, yeah. I don't know about him. Because because even with my experiences, girls got put off because I'm so professional. And I'm like, it's nothing personal against you, boo. I'm not about to have nobody say talking about some, yeah, he was all trying to fuck me and rub my ass, did that third. I had girls like, you ain't gonna smack me on the ass. I'm like, <laughs> um pop. Okay. <laughs> it's a vibe thing, dog. It's a, it's a vibe thing. You gotta be able to you gotta be able to catch that vibe, like and it don't feel unnatural nine i mean nine out of ten times with the models i work with if we ever get to like a flirty level it is mutual because it's a comfortable vibe yeah because yeah. we got understand you're going to fuck her anyway regardless but, i mean y'all don't fuck so i mean yeah and you're there for business's purposes so how important is it on from from because you on both on both sides of the camp mm -hmm. How important yeah. is to separate personal from business when you deal with these ladies? Personal from business, oh man. Um, whew. I mean, it's rare that I ever let it. Hey, hey, the name of the podcast before you answer that, the name of the podcast is "Smoke This Over." Go ahead. <laughs> I feel you, man. Listen, okay. So, like I said, rarely I let it get to a personal level. If it gets to a personal level, it's just natural. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. naturally vibed with that person. So, you know, personal for me is just like a friendship and shit. We just chop yeah, in yeah, and yeah, we, we have yeah. a natural vibe. That, yeah, there's that that's natural what I chemistry, but, yeah. you know, and I can be honest, when you end up in situations like that, the scene be a lot better. You're a lot more comfortable mm -hmm. and you're going to fuck the shit out of her. Um, mm -hmm. So you see that with a lot of the models that you may see me collab with more than once. Those scenes that are like, oh, shit, that shit say 30 minutes. God damn. Versus that one, like, oh, that one say eight. Ooh, he must not mm -hmm. be fucking with her like that. But um, <laughs> I mean, I, I always try to like see the thing with me during a scene. There's always going to be professionalism. That's not going nowhere because I have to do so much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got a man. I got a man. The camera. I got to make sure angles is right. I got to make sure you know she looking good. She feeling good. You know she's comfortable. It's it's a lot, especially as a male talent, because mm -hmm. you know you you can fuck up easily. So it's like yeah. it's a lot that you got to like juggle. So the professionalism's always going to be there. But if you've established some kind of personal vibe, go with it. Just go with it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing is there's not sex to talk about, it's boundaries. Mm -hmm. How important is it to discuss boundaries, especially on the man side of things, our boundaries when it comes to being on camera, as well as knowing her boundaries? 
It's mandatory. It's mandatory before y'all even meet. Um, for me, anyways, that's that's a phone discussion. Yeah, I don't go. In, I don't. I don't just go into shoots <clears throat> without having a conversation in advance, or maybe a couple of conversations in advance. Because for one, I'm going to ask her what her boundaries are. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be like, okay, what are you into and what are you not into? And then if she don't have a straight up answer and she needs a little bit more to go off of, I'll be like, okay, so this is what I'm into. Um, my content mm-hmm. is a little bit more essential. So mm-hmm. you'll get like kissing from me, you know, body worshiping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some ass <clears throat> but as far as all that other stuff go, that's you got to green light me on what you're okay with. I ain't mm-hmm. calling you out your name. I don't care if you give me permission or not. I'm not bopping you in the back of the head or any of that rough <laughs> shit that you're into. It's not me. Um, I don't do anal to you or to me, please and thanks. Um, yeah, and- now you got to actually, uh, 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 Make that make that known, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you go ahead and fuck around and try to put your finger in the butt. She go <laughs> <laughs> fuck around if you want to. She go throw that arm back like pow. Yeah, you and, and some of them girls got a nice hook. They got a nice hook. Don't get it twisted. Bop your ass. But yeah, I discuss all of that stuff, and then I ask them what they're into, and it helps me with um kind of directing how the scene is going to go, anyways. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Knowing what they're into and what they're not into so we can give the best, most believable performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting that you said you like to do the central scenes. Now, mm-hmm. we're in the we're age where you got the cell phone, they fucking fuck, 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 fuck. Why are you making a point to do sensual, sexual, touching, affectionate scenes? Oh, man. I, I feel like what I do is a nice balance between professionalism and amateur. Okay. Um, a lot of people love that amateur type style to where it looks believable, while professional is more so just based off of how good it looks angle wise, mm-hmm. quality wise and stuff. I, I like that nice balance. So for me, I'm like, OK, you're going to get that sensual vibe because for one, it's going to come off legit. It's going to come mm-hmm. off real. You don't get that in a lot of like big production porn. They just kind of get straight to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I like to mix it up and do something a little different. And then once we get to the action itself, like past the body Mm -hmm. worship and we just fucking, yeah, it's going to feel a little bit more like a amateur style type shooting because that's what a lot of people who watch porn are more into. You know, I like to Mm -hmm. give that variety. That's that's just me. Yeah, because I always said that when it comes to when, when I tell people professional porn, so understand this, that the shit that people are doing now is not good. And what I explain to people is, is that it's about your lights, your camera. It's not just about the cell phone. Because if you're a good producer, you can take a old school 12 megapixel (laughs) bullshit ass, you press the button, you know the lens come out, retract, and, and, and extract, retract, whatever the fuck you want to call it, camera, and you make that shit look like it's 4K. I've done done it. So, to me, that's the kicker is that what I see with you, you give them the reality, but you give them a professional look with the reality. You feel what I'm yeah. coming from? So that Listen, with, I, I which, pride myself on that shit. I, t- I spent thousands of dollars yeah. on, um, on the best GoPro, <laughs> on the 6K camera. Even mm-hmm. when I need the phone to get certain angles, I upgraded to. I always try to make sure I got the newest phone with the best camera possible. So, like, I like angles, quality, 
all of that stuff matters to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I just, yes, I pride myself on how this stuff looks. You know? Yeah, most <laughs> most definitely. Because like I said, I mean, I see you that shot with an array of ladies. So you have been definitely on a a, a role and developing a name in the business. A complete horn <laughs> but see, I mean, but, I'm, a, I'm a full horse, I mean, I mean, I mean, but that's what we're here for. I mean, because because what people don't understand when we come in this business, we got to come in the business looking for some pussy because we can't make our money unless we have a co-star, you know. Period. So I want you to speak to that because even to the point that also men have to take into account that we also will have a gay fan base. Yep. Uh man. Um. So, I guess for me personally, um, I don't really do much solo content. Like here and there, I'll tinker with it, but you know, I don't really get too much of a reaction on that. You know what I'm saying? They know what they're here for. I know what they're here for. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of fortunate enough that I don't have to really step outside of my comfort zone when it comes to my content mm-hmm. creating and stuff like that. But I can acknowledge mm-hmm. that I do have those fans male who be checking for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I always show them love and stuff like that. And if they do want to see a specific thing that I am comfortable doing, then mm-hmm. I will provide that. You know what I'm saying? You want to take mm-hmm. care of everybody because at the end of the day, they ain't got to be your fan. They ain't got to be there. But they right. are. And especially somebody like me, I, I've, I've never not been grateful for the position that I'm in. You know? Mm-hmm. So I don't take this shit for granted. Any fan that come to me and talk to me respectfully, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk. Yeah, we're we going to show love. And even on, even on that note, when it comes to the disrespect and shit like that, it, it's about how you handle stuff like that. I don't get out of pocket. I don't try to argue mm-hmm. with nobody or nothing like that. I try to get stuff from their you know perspective. If it's legitimate criticism, we can talk. If it's hate, I'll address it as such and, you know, Wish you the best. Move on. Go about your business and move on. <laughs> you ain't about to find me on Twitter cussing nobody out or not like that. <laughs> oh no, no. I might rant every now and then, but no, no, I ain't gonna go through all that. But yeah. be it that you're a producer and a talent. All right, how do you run your set? How do I run my set? Okay, so um I have my lights, my production lights. Um, you know, I try to put them somewhere. I cl- I'll make sure that if, it, if I'm using natural light, I'm using natural light. If I'm not, close the windows, get the lights going. Put them somewhere that's powerful enough but still out of frame. You know what I'm saying? We're not perfect. Sometimes we might fuck up, get a little too into the scene, and shoot at an angle where you can see the lights. It happens. But um, I always try to, if I'm not shooting a POV, I try to sh- put the camera somewhere like um, a fair side point of the bed. That way we can kind of mm-hmm. move around a little bit and get everything mm-hmm. we need to get. But at the same time, as the director, I have to mind where the camera is. So I have mm-hmm. to shoot in certain... We can do any position, but I got to kind of like get out of that, holy shit, we fucking let's go headspace. <laughs> get to the director headspace, like, okay, we fucking, but we got to fuck this way. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got, I got, you got to see the dick going in the pussy. But I like yeah. it this way. I'm like, look, we are shooting content. Do you want to make $100 or $1,000? Turn this way. <laughs> See, I think the, the biggest misconception people think that what we do is so easy. That we're just fucking, there's no purpose, we just screwing, you know, they don't understand the angles that we have to do, especially as a male talent. Mm-hmm. And even as a cameraman, 
filming another male talent and a female talent getting the angles and stuff like that speak to you know the the, the stuff that we have to do is on set that people don't really understand it or they might think you feel what i'm coming from angles is extremely important for a male talent almost any angle unless the model tells you it ain't working out for her almost any angle is good for the girl you're gonna see yeah. some ass. You're gonna see some titties. She's gonna look great, but it, you gotta be like particular and pay attention to shit as the male talent. They gotta be mm. able to see your dick going inside of her. You can't. Yeah. You gotta shoot from an angle that's not completely yeah. cropping you out. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, okay, you just dick, or this is a collab with the both of you. Because if you just dick, then fuck you. You ain't got to crop yourself. Yeah. That's what it is. But if you yeah. are a male talent and both of you are on screen, you also have to shoot from angles that work out for you that was a problem for me in the beginning because i was shooting in the most flattering angles for the girl mm. but i would crop myself out of a lot of stuff and i'm yeah. like i can't do that they is my fucking brand what, what i look like cropping yeah. myself out so I, I'm, yeah. I've made for certain that like i started shooting from angles that worked mm-hmm. out and you could see both of us and it looks great mm-hmm. and just you know, I can't. You can't. As a male talent, you can't be selfish either when you fucking. Because a lot of times we fucking to get a nut. You can't do yeah. that as a male sex worker. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. Nah, you because because like, also I want you to explain to to these young male talent, these guys mm-hmm. that just get business. You got to learn to pace your strokes. Yep. And and please tell them the importance of it because I I I'm, I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna let you say it. I want to see if if if, okay. if if you if you feel where I'm coming from. If we on the same so, page, go ahead. So you you gotta decide what kind of video you shooting. You shooting the five minute video or you shooting the twenty minute video? And just because it's a twenty minute video, don't mean you're gonna be fucking for twenty minutes, all right? No, that's post edit. So it's going to yeah. be longer than that. So yes, it is very important for you to pace your stroke. Y'all are shooting porn. You ain't just hitting her, okay? <laughs> so it's fine. To like, you know, stroke slow at first. And if you feel you got a nut, either stop stroking, slow it up, or do something different, like eat a pussy, change a different yeah. position so you can, like, yeah. you know, get your head together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And God forbid, if you nut or you got a nut, for one, get the cum shot. Don't miss that. You, you can throw that yeah. at the end later. Get the nut shot. Yeah. Do not fuck that up. But um, keep going. Clean yourself up and keep going. Or take a break yeah. if you need to take a break. That is the reality of what we do. It mm-hmm. looks like sometimes it, you know, it is. Sometimes it's fluid. We just shoot a full fuck scene. We come at the end. But sometimes yeah. shit happens. You, yeah. you come too early, or you don't come at all, and you're like an hour in, and it's like, bruh, get the spunk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get the spunk, man. You take it too long, bruh. <laughs> or something like you. It, it, it's a reality as a male talent, and you gotta like. Be able to I, be prepared. I watched this dude pound this girl for 45 minutes, could not come. And he sat there in his boxes for another 30 minutes. I said, dude, we're not shooting anymore. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I just playboy it. And for people to understand, when we say playboy it, you fade it out like in Playboy. Because Playboy mm-hmm. never showed the pop shot. They always faded out shit. Actually, they only really show dick and pussy. They made a point mm-hmm. for that. You know, period. I mean, I I so, know something that you could do just to kind of give. Maybe y'all don't know this. Maybe I'm teaching y'all something new. I mean, yeah. I don't really get to do this often because I, I am a nigga that nuts. 
So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if God forbid you in a situation to where it's like you ain't coming, um, you better fake cream pie that bitch. <laughs> you better be stroking her and then act like you just nutted in her and then grab yeah, something that I resembles nuts and wipe before. it right on her pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do that before. You trust me on that. So speaking of that, I always tell guys, don't be scared to do the little energy pills or what have you. You know, period. And don't be ashamed of it um, because what we're professional and the point is to make the scene look good because we're not just doing just maintenance fuck, which is basically, you know, doggy style. We might not even get hit that night. Uh, just doggy style. You know what I'm saying? No, we got to do ride. We got to put on the table. We got to do this. Speak to all that, man. In regards to you said like energy pills and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So, as a male talent, you got to do what you got to do. All right? Mm -hmm. If you're if you not, like, naturally, you know, for one, getting up, staying up, and doing what you got to do, then you, you got to take the initiative to kind of figure something out. If mm -hmm. you, like, okay, I'm about to shoot a marathon, whether it's with multiple models or I'm about to shoot a crazy long scene with this model. <laughs> if you know yourself enough to know that you can't naturally just do it on your own, then it's fine to invest in um one of those like um sex pills from the sex store or something like that to do your research first. Blue chew. Um, yeah, blue chew. Um, if you need something prescribed, do that. You know, um, with the needle in your dick. I don't know what they do with that. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> I've heard horror stories. Hey, no hell it. Hey, hey, look, if hey, look, if I ever got to do a needle, I, I'm I'm done fucking. If it forget going <laughs> all together, I'm like, hey, nah, I'm good. You said, well, that's a wrap. I, but um, I, we good. <laughs> and then, and then at the same time, you know, just to like, you know, I counteract that. Yeah, you get burned out sometimes, you know, and and that's fine. If eventually you're doing so much fucking that your body just kind of like, I don't feel like it, bro. I've been doing this for a minute. That's fine. Yeah. No one to take a fucking break. No, no, yeah. no one to sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to take like a week or two off and then I'm going to get back to this because your self-care mm. is very important. You know, it's, yeah. it's very important. This point ain't going nowhere. You, you're going to get right back to it when, you, when you're ready, but take care of your body because your body mm -hmm. is the bag. Mm -hmm. Now, you being a boss, <clears throat> excuse me, you run a brand, a very strong brand, I may say. Thank How you. do you deal with the up and downs when it comes to sales? Because, see, that's the one, look, yeah, I talk about the shit that ain't sexy. No one wants to talk about one month is great, the next month, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So talk about that at the same time. Talk about the things that you do to help boost yourselves. Um, I do a couple of different things. Um, the number one thing that I can do is uh, it's important to know your fan base and what they like. And in my case, who their favorites are. Mm -hmm. So if I know there's a particular model that outsells everybody or something like that, set up a collab with her ASAP and mm -hmm. shoot some content because you're gonna make money off of that. Um, if you're and then you know I don't like to do this often because you know a lot of times they fantasy book some shit that I'm not I'm not capable of setting up. But sometimes it's mm -hmm. okay to ask them, hey, who do y'all want me to collab with? And if I can make it happen, I'll make it happen. I'll make money off of that. Um, if I can't do that. And it's one of those down months. Um, mm -hmm. 
here and there, it's okay to do like some kind of like percentage off sale. Just don't get too crazy with it because then your fans is going to kind of be like, well, I'm going to wait until they do a sale. I'm never going to subscribe for a price. Um, mm-hmm. Have multiple platforms, OnlyFans, free OnlyFans, minivids, um, just for fans, loyal fans, ABN stars. Like, you know, don't just chill one place because OnlyFans might be a rough month, but minivids is doing numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then fully explore everything that these platforms have. Like many vids for for um for example, I was I did many vids, I was posting videos, um, and then I discovered the membership thing. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can do the membership. Uh, they can subscribe to that. Cool, that was doing good. Then I discovered many vids crush, and I was like, oh, okay, that's another thing I can make money on. Let me invest in that. Cool. And then when it comes to OnlyFans, do not be afraid to resell things. Because mm-hmm. take into account, you get new subscribers every month. Mm-hmm. So you can resell something that you sold two months ago in your DMs or something like that and resell it again. And be like, hey, I shot this video with um, with, um, with, with Bria Monet. What's up? Y'all trying to check it out? Hell yeah. I just got here. I want to buy that. Yeah, but, um, you shot Bria Monet. Good night, bro. <laughs> Just um, you know, you you gotta you gotta you gotta think. Don't just take the L. But sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes people ain't now, just got money. Now, now recently, Clip for mm-hmm. Sale, Mini Vids, all of them are really starting to ask for the ID and the paperwork wrap. Now I have my opinion upon that, mm-hmm. and my opinion is basically is is hogwash and bullshit to me. Yep. Because at the end of the day. Uh, you're not sending them W-9 forms, nor are you paying these ladies who that we're being forced to give up their social security number, address, and the whole nine, and we don't even know if y'all going to be selling this to advertisers. But that's another conversation for another day. Now, <laughs> with that, as a producer, how do you plan, how do you look to adjust to deal with because with them changing on the fly the way that what what paperwork is accepted? ID in the whole nine because I'm seeing a lot of issues coming. Uh, well, for me, um, typically on the platforms that I be on, um, I'm fortunate enough that um, like many vids and OnlyFans for certain, um, most of the models that I work with are on those sites. So all mm-hmm. you got to do is tag them, and that covers it. That proves that they are you know they're legit. Same way that mm-hmm. you do on like Twitter or something like that. You can do it the same way on both. Now, it, just in case, regardless, if we shoot, we're doing model releases. Yeah. Um, we're taking pictures of each other's IDs, front and back, mm-hmm. and we're taking pictures of us holding the ID and the paperwork. Because that pretty much covers the basis of... In, see, y'all are so lucky. You're, you're lucky because, see, I'm old school. I started in 2006. Mm-hmm. So, like... To a certain extent, they weren't doing it like that at all. And right. then you're talking about a dude like me have to go find females who I haven't talked to in decades. I don't even know if they fucking breathing. They're alive yeah. out this bitch. We didn't have a pandemic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And you have to be for all this and stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like whoever come in this situation is kind of blessed because they ain't going to have to deal with what anybody had to do. People that came into it five or even a year ago. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, but we still had to deal with that. 
especially like mm-hmm. with OnlyFans when it started cracking down. I had content that I posted a year ago, and then there was messaging me like, "Yeah, we took that shit down." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Why?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you need a model release for this girl." I was like, "I ain't talked to this girl in forever. Does she even like me anymore? Let me message her." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's ugly, girl. We don't even talk to. We ain't even friends yeah. with. We done fell out with. Bruh, this is shape. the sex work industry. Sometimes, a lot of times, you end up falling out with a lot of these models. And yeah. Then you got to hit her up. But then again, you think about it. I was like, damn, she posted the content, too. So she going to need my idea. Yeah, she better put her yeah. pride to the side and let's have this conversation. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> cause they called me. They will call you because you was in the yep. scene. <laughs> yep, your shit got taken down just like mine. Let's do this exchange and then never talk again. Yeah, because even to the point that people don't realize that, like I said, the sales go up and down. Because even when you see the girls, they, they people want to post, you know, what percentage they are only fans. Don't realize that they've been keeping that same percentage for the past month, but they haven't seen that percentage in a month. Mm-hmm. You know, period. So it's kind of like it, it. It makes it seem what we do is easy. It makes it seem what we do is not special. It normalizes it too much. Right. You know, the celebrities started jumping in on it. I was like, well, damn, Sukihana got goggling the dick now? What the fuck? (laughs) I was brief. Did that for like a month and then quit. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But made enough to get a pink Bentley. I have to give her props. Go ahead, girl. Thanks, OnlyFans. I always wanted to take one of those new car Thanks, OnlyFans (laughs) picks. (laughs) <laughs> thank you for the money <laughs> new house like thank you you ain't lying so in your personal life um do you have a problem i mean i don't know if you got a girlfriend married or what have you um do you run into any misconceptions because you do the adult film is it if you're single do you find it hard to date or even bring up that conversation on a date um if i'm single um typically i like to keep it in the business so i'm, I'm mm-hmm. probably going to date another sex worker because okay. they just kind of get it you know and mm-hmm. then that that type of relationship in itself is like cool because like the girl i'm currently talking to um is a sex worker mm-hmm. and we able to discuss stuff and relate on a lot of stuff help each other with content with shoots and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know all that cool stuff. So, I mean, as long as I've been in a sex, um, the sex work industry, I've only dealt with women that were also sex workers, fortunately. I can't really see myself in this position talking to somebody who ain't. Yeah, actually, I, I, it's, it's not as fun. <laughs> but to be fair, but to be fair, sometimes not even sex workers can handle what you do. True. Real shit. Because I, I asked in advance, I'd be like, yo, I know you a sex worker, right? And you might have dated somebody that wasn't a sex worker and you had to ask them, hey, can you handle this? And either he could or he couldn't. Probably couldn't because you're talking to me. But now I'm asking Mm -hmm. you the same thing. I know you a sex worker, but have you ever dated another sex worker? No. Okay. You think you can handle it? Are you secure enough that you can go on Twitter and see me fucking the shit out of somebody you just followed? You know? (laughs) Or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like, yes or no? We'll see. But just, what's, you funny, know, what's funny is some girls is in the business that will sit and be like, no, I can't I can't have you do the sex work business. I can't date a dude that's in the sex work business. Really? 
So that means the dude that you're dating go have to deal with the fact that you're in the sex work business. <laughs> I mean, you can't you help me. You just got hit in the damn orgy, but I can't fuck one girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm That's saying. Cool. I, see this, I see what this is. Yeah. <laughs> you a selfish motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but I would never compromise my career for a woman. So, I mean, if the woman can't yeah. handle it, then she just can't handle it. And we ain't about to yeah. do nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because cause the, the ex before... uh. I was with my 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 wife. Yeah, she she couldn't handle it no more. And I said, "You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go." You know, what I'm saying because I because I've seen girls who leave the business because of a guy, and then they back two years later. Yep, because and that they, relationship they falters, and the career ain't the same. Or oh, I noticed the the all of a sudden it become a couple's account, and yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's me and suck. it's me and dude now. I'm like, oh, okay, and then dude make his own account. Hey, yeah, dude, look at me. I'm doing my thing, and then they break up. <laughs> oh she God! Back out, then she back out here trying to do content trades and shit, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, which speaks to the reason why I tell girls, you always want to have a professional male talent that you work with, whether it's content, especially on the content trade level, you know. And I want you to speak to that why that's important versus you're trying to do it. Or be willing to work with other guys. Let's make that clear. Willing to work with other guys. Why that is very important. To work with more so professional male talent? Male talents, not just one. Like, you just stuck with one. Oh, okay. Um, For one, you got to, you know, take into account the cross-promotion that you're going to get with working with other new talent and males and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? His fans are now being introduced to you. Your fans are being introduced to him. Now, if you just drop in the same content with the same guy and stuff like that, it's going to get stale. Eventually, they're going to they gonna clamor for more. You know, this is an insatiable business. You know, mm-hmm. fans, is always, they want one thing, and then they see it, they get it, they get what they was clamoring for, and then they want something else. Mm-hmm. And you, it's hard to do that when you're making the same content with the same person. You know, yeah. with solo content and stuff like that. So it is important sometimes to be able to mix it up. Even if I'm in say even if i'm in a committed relationship like Mm -hmm. personally Mm -hmm. i'm still probably shooting with other female talent and stuff like that because Mm -hmm. i know if i don't it's going to damage my sales so i need the person that i'm you know that's that doesn't completely eliminate you from dating because you can be with somebody like look at top porn stars in the industry a lot of them are married you can't even tell Mm -hmm. because they fucking the shit out of all these girls but yes. they have an understanding of their relationship, you know? So you got to have that conversation. You like a lot of times I see people like get in these conditional relationships where it's like, all right, uh, you can keep making porn, but I'm the only person that you can fuck. And it's like, Ooh, you know, that's going to hurt you, but you, you two in love to see that right now, but you'll mm-hmm. see it down the line. Unfortunately, that's the reality of it. But yeah, I, me personally, even if I'm like, hardcore married and shit like that i'm still yeah. working with other female talent yeah yeah see and and, and the whole point of this is it's work mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is it is, is it work, work? This, this ain't for it's fun work. i'm not i'm not no. just fucking her to fuck her like so don't look at it like you cheating mm. with her ain't you I'm like what what are we even doing here shit i haven't talked to her in a month i only talked and to that her the last time we saw <laughs> yeah, I cheated with her. It's on my minivan. You want to go look? 
<laughs> yeah, I cheated to make money. Yes, I, I'm, I'm such yeah. a cheat. My cheating yeah. paid the rent this month, so what about you? <laughs> Your cheating put us in therapy, so. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you, man. Listen, Uh-oh. you can catch me, Booby University, on many vids, Twitter. My Twitter's lit. Follow me there. Um, Finn the real one, Finn with two N's on Instagram. <laughs> um, many vids is the Booby University. Um, all of you fucking freeloaders can follow me on Pornhub and get those free clips that you can jack off to in under five minutes, whatever you're into, Booby University. Um, if you want the OnlyFans experience, but you're a freeloader, you can follow the free OnlyFans. <laughs> you free. One word. Booby you free. Um, I believe that's all my platforms. So See. definitely follow See. me on Twitter, though, because Twitter's lit. Now, I'm going to tell you what's funny. This episode mm-hmm. was so good that even if I didn't want to bring it back, which that's a lie, because I know I'm going to bring them back. You know, I have <laughs> to bring them back. There's so much we didn't even touch. Because I yeah. didn't even touch, talk to you about the free OnlyFans and break that down to people how that works. See? Ooh. So, but we we going to save that for another episode because you're going to come back as a smoke buddy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Life is yeah, a learning experience. That. What's the point of the experience? If you didn't learn anything, smoke that over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. No doubt. All right, peace.